Our theme this morning is the Holy Spirit is our strengthener. He will help you to get through what you're going through by strengthening you in your spirit man or in your inner man. Last week we rejoiced at Pentecost. Man, you ha- we had an outpouring of the Holy Spirit right here in this sanctuary. It was wonderful. So I want to continue along the lines of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said in John 16, and I believe it's 14, He said, And I will pray the Father. I will ask the Father. And He will give you another comforter. One just like me. One beside me. <clears throat> Counselor. Helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby that he may remain with you forever. So the comforter is our paraclete, our heavenly helper, one called alongside to help. And a couple of weeks ago, we looked at one way that he helps us. He advises us, he counsels us, and he guides us. Today we want to talk about how He strengthens us. In Ephesians chapter 3 and in verse 16, here's a great prayer. May He grant you out of the rich treasury of His glory. I like that right there. The rich treasury of His glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit. Himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Oh, hallelujah. The Passion says it this way, And I pray that God would unveil within you the unlimited riches of His glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with His divine might and explosive power. Oh, His explosive power. His divine might. Supernatural strength for the last days. The wind of the Holy Spirit. The strength of the Holy Spirit coming upon you and enabling you to do exploits in His name. For they that do know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Woo, hallelujah. And there are some exploits yet to be done. There are some manifestations and miracles and signs and wonders that are yet to be seen and yet to be done. Oh, it is the last days. So mount up with wings as eagles and be strong and have fun in this day and in this hour. For these are my days of my glory and my power and my strength and my might upon my church. Woo! Glory to God. In Proverbs 18, 14, he says, It's the strong spirit of a man that will sustain him or her in a time of trouble. The strong spirit of a man. The strong spirit of a man, empowered by the Holy Spirit in the inner man, will enable you to overcome everything that the devil throws your way. Our spiritual immune system can get so strong that sickness can't penetrate it, discouragement can't sway it, fear can't stop it, bad news can't move it, and an adversary can't affect it. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. Adversity cannot affect it. 
And so the degree of victory, we sang about it today, that we experience will be directly connected to the condition of our inner man. In 3 John 2 in the NLT, it says, Dear friends, I hope all's well with you. And that you are as healthy in your body as you are strong in your spirit. The stronger you are in your spirit by the Holy Spirit strengthening you, the healthier you will be. The healthier you will be in your body and the healthier you will be in your emotions. For your spirit man can be trained, developed, and even exercised in the same way that your physical body is. How do we get a strong spirit? One way is by exercising it. Here's some of the ways that we do it. Here's some of the ways that I do it. How many of you know that it's good to spend time praising God in your home? It's good to lift up holy hands in your home. It's good to magnify the Lord and exalt Him together from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. He has ordained strength for those that will accommodate His presence. He'll sit down and dwell and inhabit the praises of His people. Hallelujah. We strengthen our inner man by prayer. We strengthen our inner man by being a doer, a practicer of the word. If we see it, we need to do it. And if we see it and we don't do it, we're self-deceived. Not devil-deceived. But oh, thank God when we see it in the word and light comes and we become doers of the word of God, we become blessed in our doing. Amen. If you see it in the Word of God to walk in love, do it. Because every opportunity that you walk in love and you pass the test, and you pass up the offenses, and you pass up the unforgivenesses, you are going to do nothing but get stronger and stronger in your spirit, man, where the love walk is concerned. Come on, somebody. I know I'm preaching the truth. But strife will drain you. Fear will drain you. What do you say? Let's see it. Let's do it. And let's be blessed in our doing. Hallelujah. Say it me. I'm a doer. I'm a doer of God's word. We sang everlasting God. He renews our strength. We can become stronger as we take time to wait on him. Ephesians 6.10 says it very well. He says this in conclusion, my brothers. Be strong in where? Now notice this. Be empowered through your union with Him. Your union with Him means your communion with Him. It means you're abiding in Him. You're fellowshipping with Him. So you'll be empowered through your union with Him. As you wait upon Him, here's what will happen. You will draw your strength from Him. Read the rest. That strength which his boundless might provides. Oh, hallelujah. Can I get a witness? Mark Hankins says it this way, the only way you can be defeated is if you are spiritually depleted. And so we do not want to allow ourselves to be depleted. We need to get a fresh infilling of the strength of God every day. Every day. Every day. Don't take a week off. You take a week off, you become weak. 
Be consistent. Stay built up. Stay charged up. Hallelujah. Here's what I know beyond any shadow of doubt. A strong spirit will help you withstand impact and pressure. You look at these tall buildings in the city of San Francisco, and they are designed to absorb the shock of earthquake. It's called seismic retrofit. What engineers do is they strategically strengthen these buildings so that when an earthquake hits, they will not collapse. These buildings are strengthened from corner to corner, inside and outside. So after the shaking of an earthquake, they will stand. And I looked up the word retrofit. The word retrofit, an interesting word, means to add a component or an accessory to something that did not have it. In other words, it's an addition to something that did not have it. In this building, we had seismic retrofit. This building was built in the 70s. It was a movie theater. We hired a structural engineer. His name was Perry. And he said, if we do this and if we do that, and sure, it costs some money, but how many of you, we want to be safe? Naturally, but most of all, spiritually. Amen. No evil is going to befall us. Amen. But we seismically retrofitted some of the building. We added something to it that was not already there. And this is what Paul is praying in Ephesians 3 for our spirit man to be strengthened. What I'm saying to you this morning, I believe the Holy Ghost can give you some seismic retrofit. Come on, somebody. He can add something to your life that wasn't there before. He can add a component of His grace, of His mercy, and of His strength. He can strengthen you. So when the wind comes and the shaking comes, you will not collapse. But you will be still standing when the dust settles. You will be still shouting when the dust settles. Oh, I'd like to preach on that for a while. A reinforcing. It's the same word. A reinforcing of the Holy Spirit will keep us from collapsing in difficult times. It kept us in 89, Loma Prieta. It kept us as a nation in 2001, the Twin Towers. It kept us in 2008 when the Great Recession hit. And it has kept us through COVID in 2021 and 22. We serve a God that keeps us. We serve a God that strengthens us and enables us to face our future with confidence and great grace. Woo, hallelujah. Philip said it this way. And I pray then that out of the glorious richness of his resources, he will enable you to to know the strength of the Spirit's reinforcement. You may not have certain strengths in your life, but I'm here to tell you, we have the third person of the Godhead who will add to you exactly what you need. 
Hallelujah. I think we ought to praise him a minute. Do it right now, Lord. Add to. Add to. Whatever is needed, add to. Brakasoreniste. Add to their inner man. Oremiste. Add to the strength of the Holy Ghost on the inside, Lord. Some have been weary. Some have been emotionally drained. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, we lift them up right now. Strengthen, we pray. Strengthen, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that spiritual retrofit. Those spiritual reinforcements. In Jesus' name. And those of you that are watching online... The Lord sees you. The Lord knows exactly what you're going through. And the hand of the Lord is upon you. I believe the Holy Ghost has arrested me to say this. The hand of the Lord is upon you for good. That which the evil has tried to do and attempted to do, he will not be able to do. Because from this sanctuary, we speak the word of God over your life. We loose the power of God and the strength of the Holy Spirit to strengthen you right where you're at. In the name of Jesus, everyone said amen. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Amen. You know, Paul knew what he was talking about. Paul said, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Paul heard a word from God. When all hell seemed to break loose on him, trying to prevent him from sharing the revelation that he had received from the head of the church, Satan came along and shot his best shot. And Paul said, oh God, I pray that this depart from me. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him and said, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. We can't do this in our own strength. We've got to rely on the strength of the Holy Spirit. And so the Apostle Paul knew a lot about the grace of God. And he was strengthened by the grace of God. One of the, I think hallmark stories of the Apostle Paul's life was when he was on his way to Rome. How many of you know that Paul was called to go to Rome by the Spirit of God? Now he knew that there was going to be trouble along the way. The Spirit of God witnessed to him in several cases that there was going to be some trouble. But on the inside of him, he knew that his destiny and that his call was to go to Rome. And to appear before the political leaders and testify of the goodness of God and of the grace of God. So while he was on his way to Rome, he got in a ship. And he was like a prisoner on that ship. He wasn't like your number one person who people would listen to. But he had a perception on the inside of him. And he spoke to the captain and said, Sirs, I perceive that this trip will be with much damage and hurt of of the ship. And the cargo, I perceived that in my heart. And yet, when the soft wind blew softly, they said, well, it must be okay. We're going to go ahead and go. But it wasn't just a few days later. All of a sudden, there appeared a great storm. The name of the storm was Ereculodon. Ereculodon was a storm, a big megastorm with bad intentions. And they were so tossed to and fro. They were absolutely fearing of their life. 
And an angel showed up and told Paul, Fear not, Paul, for you must go and appear before Caesar. And he said, Fear not, you're going to make it. You're going to make it through this storm. Now there's going to be some loss of the ship and some loss of the cargo, but don't be afraid that God's got you. Now that's the Mark Thomas paraphrase. But you can look at it in Acts chapter 27. And the people on the ship were so upset and they were, oh man, they just, whoa, they didn't know what to do. But Paul stood up and he said, wherefore, sirs, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. That it shall be even as it was told me. Amen. In other words, we're going to make it. Get something to eat. Hold on. There's going to be a greater storm, but we're going to make it to the other side. Well, the long and short of it is, is they made it. And then they got to an island called Malta. And I want to pick it up there in Acts chapter 28. I want to show you something that happened because it goes with the theme of we can take our place of authority over pressure. Amen. In Acts 28, it says, Once we were safe on shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. And and Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire. What happened? A poisonous snake, driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. And so after going through this shipwreck, after going through all of this hell, here comes a serpent who is a type of demons, devils, and evil spirits. And it came up out of the fire and bit him on the hand. In verse 4, it says, The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, Oh, he must be living in sin. No, they said, a murder, no doubt. Then he escaped the sea. Justice will not permit him to live. But notice this, but Paul. Next verse. But Paul shook off the beast (laughs) into the fire and felt no harm. Let's read that together. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. (laughs) Glory to God. Now notice verse 6. Verse 6. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. They were waiting for him to die. And some people... Well, we're not going to go there. But after they had looked a great while and so no harm come to him, they changed their minds and they said that he was a God. What did Paul do? Take both hands right now. What did Paul do? He shook it off. It came out of the fire, but he sent it back to where it came from. <laughs> Folks, when you've been through a storm, 
and you survive a shipwreck, the things that you used to run from, now you carry the anointing to shake it off. (coughs) What I'm saying to you this morning is the Holy Ghost is here. And He strengthens us and empowers us to shake things off. Well, they've been talking bad about me on the job, Pastor Mark. Shake it off. Amen. My bank account just went to zero, Pastor Mark. Shake it off. Believe God. And trust God. Everyone say, shake it off. Look at your neighbor and say, shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Send it back where it came from. Shake that oppression off. Shake that depression off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Get rid of it. Shake that fear off. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. But a power and a love and of a sound mind. Shake it off. Get rid of it. Send it back where it came from. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. There's a whole lot of shaking going on today. And it's not because Elvis is here. It's because you received a kingdom, come on, that cannot be shaken. You are part of an unshakable kingdom. We have an unshakable king. He's the king of glory. He's God, listen to this, Almighty. I like that, Jimmy. He's God Almighty. And God Almighty has made you a mighty man of God. Say it with me God Almighty has made me a mighty man. A mighty woman of God. And so, what is happening even now in this room, the spirit of might is coming upon each and every one of you. The spirit of might and the spirit of strength and the ability to take up, take, rise up and take your authority and shake some things off. Everyone say, shake it off. Woohoo. Send it back where it belongs. How many of you know that lack is not the will of God? Disease is not the will of God. Depression is not the will of God. Being so bound by fear that you can't leave your house is not the will of God. There are some things that need to be shaken off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You know, one day there was a farmer's donkey, the story is told, who fell into an abandoned well and the, the anime, animals just started crying for hours as the farmer tried to figure out what to do. It was stuck. Finally, he decided the animal was old and, well, they needed to just, you know, cover the well anyway. So he invited all of his neighbors over and gave them each a shovel and they began to shovel dirt into the well. Realizing what was happening, the donkey first cried and just, I mean, he was wailing horribly. Then a few shovels later, he figured it out. He quieted down completely. The farmer peered down into the well and was astounded by what he saw. (laughs) With every shovel of dirt that hit his back, the donkey was doing something amazing. He would just shake it off. He would just shake it off. Shake it off. And he'd step up to a new layer of dirt. And as the farmer's neighbors continued to shovel dirt on top of the animal, he would just shake it off, shake, come on everybody, say shake it off. And he would take a step up. And wouldn't you know it, pretty soon the donkey stepped over the edge of the well and trotted out to the shock and the astonishment of the neighbors. Well, we all know that life is going to shovel some dirt on you. All kinds of dirt. Don't let it bury you. You got to shake it off and you need to take a step upward. You see, each of our troubles is a stepping stone. You and I can get out of the deepest wells just by not stopping and not giving up and shaking it off and stepping off. Woohoo! Listen to me very carefully. The Lord, we, we song, sang about it today. He takes what the enemy comes and he does what? He turns it around. He turns it around. Listen to this statement. God can take the very thing the enemy came to steal, kill, and to destroy in your life and turn it around and use it for the glory of God. In Acts chapter 28, verses 7 through 9, it says this, In the same quarters were possessions of the chief men of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us, and lodged with us three days courteously. This is after the serpent was gone. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed. And what did he do? It may be the very hand that the serpent. It may, could be the very hand that the serpent bit. Oh, come on, somebody. And he took that hand and turned it around for good. And he laid hands on him and he was healed by the power of God. Now listen to me. It wasn't just the chief there. But in verse 9 it says, So when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came, and they were healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready today, right before we receive communion, to shake off whatever needs to be shaken off? Let's all stand to our feet. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Lift your voice. 
Lift your hands and give Him praise. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Lord God is my strength. Say with me, the Lord God is my strength. He is my personal bravery. My invincible army. He makes my feet like hinds feet. And makes me to walk. Not stand still in terror. And make spiritual progress. Upon my high places. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Now, we do not just go through this exercise in the flesh. We go through this exercise by faith. And we do so by faith in the name of Jesus. Because we've been given the name. Which is above every name. Now, notice that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth there have been some things in our lives that have creeped up and brought trouble into our soul and into other areas of our lives today what we want to do is we want to take the name we want to take the blood and we want to take our authority and shake some things off So go ahead and raise your hands right now. Pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time we have together. Even as the Apostle Paul demonstrated for all of us how to shake things off, we take our place in Christ Jesus. Seated together with you in the heavenly places. And so from this place of authority, we have faith now in the blood of Jesus. We apply the blood of the Lamb over our entire lives, our hearts, our minds, our bodies. Our family, our finances, our emotional well-being. In Jesus' name, we plead the blood of Jesus. And now, by faith. How many of you know what you're going to shake off today? Just say yes. You know what you're going to shake off? We're going to do it corporately right now. Praise God. On the count of three, I want you to just go like this. On the count of three, praise God. One and two and three. We shake it off. We shake it off in the name of Jesus. We demand you to get back under our feet now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We shake it off. We shake it off. And now let's lift our hands and give him praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you the honor that is due your name. Oh, Riki Samadhi. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you,
It seems as if, Pastor, I take one step forward and then three steps back. You need to shake that off. What that is, is that's condemnation. You can make it. You can keep moving and you can keep walking with the Lord. Amen.